What's up and welcome to Groundbreaking, a friendly original podcast bringing you the young creatives redefining what it means to create and introducing you to tomorrow's leaders today. I'm Jake Brewer. Let's get started. I am absolutely thrilled for today's episode as I welcome my friend and an artist who I respect in the deepest of meanings. Maddie Stevenson is a singer-songwriter, composer, and true triple threat when it comes to all things creativity. With viral music, a fascinating composition background, and a new single just hitting platforms ahead of an upcoming album, we've got lots to talk about. From the realities of young artistry to the self-actualization of opening up to your emotions lyrically. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Groundbreaking. I don't think I could even explain my true excitement for today's episode because this is somebody who I've known for like a decent amount of time now. This is somebody who own success just feels like my own success. It's just so fulfilling to watch her and all of her accomplishments and all of her ambition. She's truly somebody who embodies um, just doing what you want to do and creating what you want to create and letting people um, enjoy the sort of innovation behind that all. But we've had like small conversations about these sort of topics, but I don't think we've ever like had a one-on-one conversation and talked about like what it means to be a young artist nowadays and the sort of barriers that exist there. And she is at a really exciting point um, in her career right now. We have a new single. We have a new album on the way. I have so many questions for her. And I'm somebody who's been super fortunate to watch a lot of this process unfold. And I'm just constantly amazed by how creative and true to herself she is while also always balancing such um, inspiring innovation. So Maddie Stevenson, welcome to Groundbreaking. I'm so excited you're here. Hi, Jacob. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited as well. Good. That was so good, nice of because you. I, oh my gosh. Are you, I could speak, I could speak forever about how talented you are and like literally even just seeing you like in different sort of settings. Like, I don't even think I've ever seen you. I've seen like videos of you like live and stuff, but you are somebody who brings your sort of energy into everything you do, but it always feels so fresh. Now, I don't know if that's intentional or if that's just a natural God-given talent that you have. And I want to start in so many different places, but let's start here. Instead of me telling people, because everybody wants to hear from you, what's going on right now? What's the latest we have going down in the world of Maddie Stevenson? And where are we starting this conversation? Well, right now, um, I'm working on my second full album. Um, I have a few songs written. Um, One of them is a single that um, you're hearing now in my head. Um, And on top of that, I am actually writing a musical. Um, That's a separate project, but it's something that I've always wanted to do. And it's really exciting. Exciting time. Busy, but very exciting. Yeah, I can imagine just so much free time. Just (laughs) so much free time. Just, yeah. Just trying to find something to invest creatively in. Um, yeah. So let's, I, well, I, this is awkward because I didn't even know. About, actually, <laughs> I did know a little bit about the musical thing. I didn't realize we were there yet. And I do know that there's so much more to you and your sort of musical ambition beyond just the single that is out now. And um, right. you are so like, I don't even, is like I probably couldn't, I want to say like triple threat, but like, I don't even know if, <laughs> like, can we count like how many different areas you're sort of tackling right now? Um, but let's start here because 
in my head really stands out to me through your entire discography. I mean, all of your music is very vivid and does such an excellent job of painting a sort of picture. Like when it comes to storytelling with music, that is exactly what you do. And every single song has such a vivid story and that's how they really stand out with each other. But within my head, this is like, this is you. Like this is, this is painting a realistic story that you are now putting at the forefront so what what came to what like started the decision of I'm going to tell something really personal this time around? Like, was it because, OK, we got an album out there, like I feel a little bit more comfortable being a little bit more freeform? Or was it like I cannot wait to like tell my own story? Um, within my head, um, it was unique because it, I wrote it around the time we were like a year into the pandemic and. I was feeling kind of like spacey and just like really frustrated with everything and wanting to do things and not being able to and kind of just being trapped in my head. Um, So, and I have a really good view in my apartment. So I was like looking at the sunset. It was really emotional and magical. Um, And I just started like playing this piano riff um, that kind of like oscillates back and forth and then the lyrics kind of just came out. It was, I don't know. It's like the fastest I've ever written a song. It was really weird, but, and I just felt like being really honest and telling that story about how I'm feeling during this time. Does that, does that feel like fulfilling because of how natural it was, or does it almost scare you about how natural it was? Like, what does that kind mean? Both, both. Um, I'm someone who doesn't really, talk about my feelings that much I keep a lot of things inside so writing music and writing songs is kind of how I it's like an outlet for me emotionally so it is kind of scary that I'm like whoa I was really real with myself there um but it definitely feels good at the same time yeah well I mean everybody needs a sort of emotional release in that sense but the scary Mm -hmm. part of the craft that you do is that release is public And so, and it's almost, it's scary because you tell your story so well, but sometimes people are going to interpret that story a little bit differently. And as an artist, like we would hope that somebody's going to apply that to something that they feel personally, but that you're giving like an almost like inexplicit freedom to sort Mm -hmm. of do that. And it feels almost like a little bit like uncomfortable. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, it's something that I still feel like even established artists try to work through anyway and it's so rewarding having people listen to it and like take it but at the end of the day like oh this is this is my like sort of story like does that is that fulfilling to you or would you rather have people just go this is Maddie's story I get her I think one of the most rewarding things um that someone who listens to my songs can say to me is like I related to that so much like it felt like my thoughts were being portrayed in that song like I love being able to be relatable to people and having them like feel what I'm writing about too. Cause it, it's like, you're not alone. It's that nice feeling, you know? And it feels, it's like, I'm not alone either. You know? Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. And the song encapsulates such a strong feeling of isolation. And mm-hmm. if anything, that's the word that I think we can all really get behind, especially yeah. over the past year. And mm-hmm. so it really, I'm not, I don't know. I almost said surprised. I don't mean surprised when I say like that was the single and that was your sort of introductory to this next sort of era that you're doing. But 
tell us about like a little bit more as to why amongst the collections of songs and I've heard a few and they all are so like, like again, like they're so strong on their own, but they complement each other so well, which is not Thank easy you. to do. <laughs> um, why did in my head demand to be the one that was the sort of introduction to this next phase? I just, I really wanted it to stand out. I wanted I like wanted people to listen to this song the most because I, w- I am the most proud of this song so far in the album while it's in the works. And I don't know, I know it's like a slow song and it's not really like what your typical single is, but I wanted people to listen to this because of its honesty and just it's different, you know? Yeah, no, it it absolutely stands out. And I think in a way that shows true purpose behind it. Like, it's never like, why, why did she do this? It's like, I wonder why she did this. (laughs) And those are two very different like reactions. And one thing I do know about you is the songwriting sort of experience is so unique because I mean, well, anybody steps into a studio, the experience is going to be different. Like, I don't know, like the question that always gets asked of like, oh, how do you you write a song? Every artist is a different. What's your process? Yeah. Yeah. And the answer is always going to be, it's different every Mm -hmm. single time because it just there's no uniform way to do that but with you what I think is really interesting is you have a part of your process that's very different from my own is like is the actual composition of it like if I sat down at a keyboard and tried to write a song it it just (laughs) wouldn't work it just wouldn't work because I don't have that sort of like skill to like compose a song out of like just keys in front of me so I'm curious to see how your inevitable answer of it's always different how does that change with that sort of added like step? And is that something that like, I don't know, does that add to the fulfillment of a song knowing like, oh, every single ounce of this song had something to do with like me, like even just the note right here? Mm-hmm. Um, or does it like make it more stressful and you're like, there's just too many things to change because I'm a perfectionist? Um, I, yeah, that, that's really interesting. Um, I have been playing piano like since I was born, basically. So writing at the piano is really natural to me. And I think sometimes the like level of, because I study composition at BU, and that's my major, it's in a, like a classical academic sense. And that added level that's in the back of my head when I'm writing like a more pop song can sometimes be stressful. But in this case, within my head, I think it was nice to have that. Um, because it allowed me to do like different kinds of chords than I would usually write. Um, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, and I know you're a music composition major and how does that like really come in into play? Because you said like you're writing musical and stuff, but obviously, well, actually, you know, I take that back. Maybe not. Obviously this is where like, this is where people are going to really start to go, okay, he doesn't know much about this sort of side of things. But this is this no is where ones. I get the most excited too because I'm like, okay, like a, like you write a song, you write a song, but the approach to like writing a song for a musical versus a song for streaming or the radio right. or anything like that has to, I would think, varies a little bit, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, it definitely does, um, especially when I'm writing like classical music. Um, in the sense that is like a completely different process. Um, but with pop songs, sometimes because I have like a background in music theory, that was a lot of classes that I had to take. 
sometimes that is really present in my head when I'm writing songs, like what progression should I use? Sometimes it's just kind of by ear. It depends on the song, really, and the lyrics, too. Do you ever sit there and go, this is against something I learned, but I like the sound of this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Stuff like um, doing parallel fifths. Um, I don't know if anyone will know what that means, but stuff like I that. I don't know what that means, which doesn't necessarily mean people listening won't because <laughs> I, I don't know. But like, ex- explain a little bit more about that because yeah, I feel enough co- internal conflict enough when I'm writing. So I can't imagine having things taught to me that further conflict it's like i don't know and here's where i start going on a tangent too of like it's like i think of like art in terms of like painting it's like okay i don't know and this is where i think i've had this conversation too on the show before of like can like an expert really tell you how to do that and like how how do you walk the line as a student Mm-hmm. like taking advice in consultation from people deemed experts or professors or doctors, how do you, how do you invest their sort of feedback while also still maintaining your creative and like original ambition and vision? Um, yeah, that's really, it's hard. It's really hard to find that balance on like what you want to do and what you feel is right. And maybe not necessarily knowing if, you have the right idea because you don't have as much experience as these professionals. But um, this is actually interesting. In the end of, in my head, um, back to the parallel fist thing, I use that in the melody and the harmony in my singing. And that is something that is just like not, it's like really not allowed in classical music. And I said, you know, I like the sound of it. And I'm not going to use it all the time, but I think in this instance, it sounds cool and it sounds kind of eerie, which is what I was going for. And I'm going to use it. So I think it depends on the situation with um, kind of like straying from the norm and taking other people's advice. But yeah, I don't know. Depends. Do you think, do you think your sort of approach and like, say, say this is 20 years ago now. And you were at the same point you're about to release in my head. Do you think you would feel the same way, just a way that the music industry as a whole, which is a very vague term, and I know that, um, do you think they would sort of embrace something a little more non-conventional, like in my head 20 years ago? Um, I don't know, because 20 years ago, I think people were still like there were new things happening for sure, but in like all genres of music, like people were still kind of following, following the general rules. So I don't know. I, I also, I don't know like all the music that's out there and all the music that yeah. broke boundaries. So who's to say? Yeah. Well, you're for sure contributing to it because I mean, I could talk circles about young artistry today and like what that means and it still blows my mind that people will be like how do you get a song on spotify because i'm like i googled how yeah. to do it like it's i don't know and i think it makes me realize like how much like a, a background sort of prepares you for this thing and i know you have a very deep musical background um just like your entire family and so did the decision to sort of go okay i'm going to i'm going to have like a this is a song by maddie stevenson like come out was that where did that influence come on was come from was that like a like this is something I do fulfilling or is like this was a family sort of inspiration 
because that, I mean, I can relate to that, but I, I can mm-hmm. imagine that for you, it's a really unique circumstance. Yeah, um, it definitely stemmed from my family. Um, I started writing songs with my younger sister, Kate, and um, we would just like experiment on GarageBand and all that. Um, and we released our first song together. Um, it's called I'll Be There. It's um, it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's, I don't know <laughs> yep. if it's on iTunes anymore, but that was our first release. And um, I didn't start writing by myself until I was about 16. Um, we wrote I'll Be There when I was like 12. It was really a long time ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I was in high school, I started kind of venturing off on my own. And then in college was when I released my first um, EP, uh, Jupiter. And yeah. that was all on my own. And it was a big step for me. Yeah. Did did your sort of own perception of how you go about doing that change once you had music out? Because I know it's it's it starts to feel very different once music's out there and people start reacting to it because like that's when you really start to change your trajectory of how you work or at mm-hmm. least some people do i mean i don't know but um how did that like sort of first release influence things because i know like from very very personal experience like a lot of people like to share we'll call it feedback on the music <laughs> that you do yes um and a lot of the times we will almost sometimes even fake a confidence to sort of mm-hmm. get people to go, oh, no, I'm taking this seriously and you should also take it seriously. But I don't know. The second something releases, like my stomach is on the floor. Like I could oh, not be sure. more more scared of that. And so how did that first release sort of change the way you went about things moving forward? Like did it prove like, oh, this is easy. I can do that or – was it like the most horrifying experience of your life? <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to remember. I was very nervous when I released it. Um, I didn't, like you said, I didn't know if people would take me seriously. Um, but I remember, I think I was posting on Instagram about it. And I just was honest with everyone. I was like, this is my first EP. Um, I worked really hard on it. Blah, blah, Hope you enjoy. Um, and... I think it got a good reaction just because no one had seen this before from me as a like solo artist. People knew that Kate and I wrote songs together and released some, but it was the first time I was do, doing something by myself. So it was new. Um, after that, I think it started off really well and then people kind of lost interest for a bit um, just because that's how the media works these days um things are like big for like two seconds um Mm -hmm. and so it's hard trying to like keep up the momentum and keep up the I don't know like people interested in your stuff but it was okay (laughs) yeah well and what almost is tough about the industry nowadays too is an amazing song can thrive for a week but then the next week there's more amazing music that comes out. And so longevity in the way that we sort of interpret the industry now is very, very different. Whereas it used to be like single album tour, single album tour. Like that was the pattern that everybody sort of followed. And I couldn't pinpoint one point when that sort of changed or who decided to stray from it first. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
I'm, and I can't even remember, I can't even do the math right now of the timeline of you at 16 when, <laughs> when that was and how many years ago that was. Yeah. But, um, did, did you sort of start to catch on to like those sort of, oh, like there isn't a, like a rubric to everything first, or were you never like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not going to follow that rubric ever. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I don't know. I think I was just kind of doing my own thing. Like I started, the first thing I dropped was an EP. It wasn't even a single. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think before uh, each of my albums, I like dropped singles. Um, Yeah. And then included them in the album. So it was kind of like off the book there. Yeah. By the book. Yeah. I don't know. But I haven't gone on tour or anything. So I guess we'll we'll wait and see. (laughs) Well, that's that's one of the most difficult parts, especially as like mm-hmm. a a young artist, because I mean, it takes a lot to release something so personal behind a screen, mm-hmm. and then to actually get up there and perform it for people and like have them see you in your most vulnerable raw space yeah. is is something that I almost don't even think like even if I go see a concert, like I can't I can't even wrap my mount, mind around how hard that is. For people yeah. like there are songs that artists release that have such an emotional depth that we can't even even like fathom for and so sure. are you are you comfortable with that sort of feeling or like do you just wish you could like almost give a ted talk on what this song means so people <laughs> could listen to it and hear it the way you do or are you are, are you just like is yeah that, like, worth it you know i think yeah, that's interesting. A TED talk about what the song means that um, I, yeah, I do wish I could do that because a lot of my songs have more than one meaning um, or it's like something really deep or sometimes it's just like on the surface and you can tell. Um, yeah. But yeah, live performance is so much different than recording something. And I really respect people who can perform live really well. It's something that is not, it's not easy at all. Yeah. Well, and we've, I don't know. And you forget to like studio recordings aren't done live. Like, right. I don't know. At least yeah. for me, there's, there's plenty. Of, At least not for a while. Takes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So many takes. Yeah. If, um, if that was done, some motor con- that concert would be, would take all night if, <laughs> if I waited to do it the exact same, um, is, and we can start looking a little bit more forward here is like, I mean, what would like, what would like the Maddie Stevenson headlining show like look like? Because there's something, there is like a bliss about live performance too. Of Mm -hmm. course the preface under all this is that's not going to happen anytime soon, but like, I don't know, like there's such a thrill in like, we did like a song takes an idea to, uh, I don't know, a oral medium. And then a performance makes it visual and a music video makes it like visual and that sort of translation. Each step is something that's so thrilling. Like Mm -hmm. what, like if, how would you like design a, like a Maddie Stevenson, like show at, at this point? Cause I think that Um, tells a lot about an artist. I think, well, I'd love to have a band. Um, like kind of like what Harry Styles does. Um, yeah. Be, for like the bigger songs. Um, I think that's really important. I can't do everything on the piano, <laughs> but um, for, I have a lot of slow songs, a lot of deep songs. So I think for those, I'd like it to be like intimate. I don't know if I could ever play for like a huge, like Madison Square Garden type of thing. That's like insane. 
And I don't think my music really calls for that either. I think it calls for a more intimate audience. Um, yeah, I haven't even thought about that actually. Me, well, you're my. you're right. There's it's there's a very different like feeling, and there's such a bliss of like a a ten person room versus like I mean I've never played an arena, so I can't <laughs> I can't vouch for that. But you're yeah. so right. There is a sort of a, a different like feeling there, and it tells again like a lot about an artist and I love that you I love that you say that too because I don't even think that's a thought that I've really sort of had to because a lot of times we think like oh the bigger the crowd the better but But not always you know yeah like I don't know well Ed Sheeran can do it because he's amazing but I'm trying to think of like more acoustic like I don't know James Bay I feel like that would be a more Ben Howard like definitely a more intimate audience some people who like know his music and yeah yeah or you can literally feel the vibration of like a strum on your feet yeah (laughs) because it's that small like yeah of a space what's like this is just totally off topic what's like the dream venue for you too like anywhere um i really i i'd like to perform at paradise in austin just right down the road from me um I don't know. I think that's fun. And I like the line that goes out the door. It's, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems. Well, there's, there's something charming about like the hometown, like where you've seen shows before. Like, I think mm-hmm. that would be the biggest full circle moment. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Like I know like, like House of growing, Blues. <laughs> yes. Where yeah. it's like, Oh my, like I like artists that influenced what I wrote are now mm-hmm. like, essentially set the stage for that song to be performed for a similar sort of audience. I think that's, Oh, for sure. I don't know. There's, and it's, it sounds to anybody maybe like who is like music industry is not for me at all. That probably almost sounds like a little bit cheesy because mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Like, again, you think like the bigger the crowd, the better, but no, I, I completely, I completely hear, hear you on that. And yeah. I, and I told, and I see you like in that environment, like, <laughs> too in just doing that sort of thing because you can really pull pull people in it has been done in arenas too like i can see like when oh yeah i don't know like i've been For to sure. like enough shows what's the best concert you ever been i this now now these are just like best strays from like my to. typical conversation <laughs> best concert i've been to um i don't know i i just talked about ed sheeran and i'm not even like that big of a fan of him anymore um i liked his old stuff better you can be a shirio it's okay (laughs) no one's gonna judge but i went freshman year of college and he's just such a good performer he he played at td um and it was crazy he just does everything on the guitar with a loop machine it's so cool yeah no i um i i completely agree i've seen him like a few times um and people always laugh when I say this. Do you know what the best concert I went to was in terms of just a good time? Mm-hmm. What? Was Kesha. <laughs> I had an amazing I see that. time. Yeah. Because ever like there was not a like a b- bad egg in that whole like venue. And that was at House of Blues too, funny enough. Oh my um, gosh. Now this was also freshman year. Um <laughs> And now that I didn't actually say it, I've seen I've seen Kesha a couple times. I'm just a huge fan of praying. That's why. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, we can get back. Well, let's get back onto like the music sort of track because I do want to talk a little bit more about the album and the sort of process that we're okay. rolling with here. I mean, let's start here actually. 
we're graduating like just lay on the table and, it's, mm. and that's like horrifying and scary but we can say that <laughs> i can't that. believe it yep it's happening like like i know got like to, in my mind there's just so many doors for you that i'm like ha- like i thought i had like an internal conflict like what is what's going on in in your head right now like and Dude, i know that's I an know. awful question and that's the last question anybody wants to be asked who's our age right now but um what's next like, i don't know yeah like what like what would what would be like the the sort of step? I you know I keep changing my mind about what I want to do. Uh, for a while this past year, I was like, I want to write film scores. Like that's what I want to do. I love movies. I want to write soundtracks to them. Um, and I still would love to do that. It's just really hard, and I don't know if it allows it would allow me to be as creative as I want to be. Um. And I'm applying to grad schools all over. I have to hear back from them. So ideally, that would be the next step just to like get more education and learn more about music and keep doing what I want to do. Um, this musical thing is interesting, too. Like, it's really fun to do. Um, yeah. I think I like writing uh, songs that could be in musicals. I think that could be a good road for me honestly i don't know if the singer songwriter thing pops off i'll do that it's honestly like what whatever other people want me to do i will yeah. do that and it it stinks that there's sort of a barrier to entry that way where you need like i don't know audience validation, validation. of like something yeah. to sort of because i'll preach for days about how we just need to pursue what you what you like it doesn't like there's so many things that don't matter but I am also realistic and grounded in the sense that I know there's bills to pay so you got to roll with whatever's going to pay the bills but I want to know do the different sort of sides that you're approaching complement each other in any sort of way like like applying to different sort of schools right now like do they risk well I guess this is all hypothetical but do they respect the sort of I have a singer songwriter thing as well. I'm also doing like, does that just like, do they take that as a like, oh, she's a very well rounded artist, or is that more read into as is she just or like she can't make up her mind? Mm. You know, in theory, yes, they respect it. Um, it depends on how good I am or someone is at like all of the genres that they write for, but in all these applications, they're definitely asking for variety. So that's what I tried to do yeah yeah and well and and i mean you're you're for sure for sure doing it too um <laughs> thank you this album that we're getting ready to launch and do um tell us like a little bit about it and i know you can't like say everything about it because you, you do mm-hmm. have to be like a little like oh you know like vague <laughs> like you, have, you can like tease like a little bit um yeah but like but like tell us like is is in my head really the is this is that setting the stage for the rest of it or is like or like what like what's the I don't know there's just there's so much strategy that goes behind all of this and I'm just Mm -hmm. I'm so fascinated to hear (laughs) no pun intended what's going on in your head as you're sort of wrapping the bow on this so um kind of like going off of that me like having like a variety of styles that I write in I um the kind of theme of this album I want to be um like blending genres and writing in a variety of styles um because that's what I love to do 
and especially blending them. I love just like doing that. It's really fun for me. Um, so it's going to be a lot of different kind of sounds. Um, it's going to be a lot of different styles. Um, the lyrics are pretty much what I usually do. Um, <laughs> just like writing about how I'm feeling at the time. Yeah. And yeah, so it's going to be kind of a hodgepodge of different things. And you're so humble about it too. Like I know, <laughs> I know how much is going and I know like, I've heard you talk about this sort of process before. And again, like I've, I've like heard some of the songs in like the way that I don't know. And I'm, to, I'm not, I'm trying not to give away anything right now too, <laughs> because you're, you did such a good job of teasing it without like saying anything. Whereas I'm like, Oh wait, you should talk about, no, I, won't, <laughs> I won't do that to you. Um, because I, I, people need to be excited and really eager to see this. Um, I do want to like ask you too, and this is like, I don't know. This is like strange because we'll preface this and say like, like as somebody who works with Friendly and who like helps you with like your sort of stuff, mm -hmm. like by all means you can, I'm not asking you to like roast anything, but like how, like, because we kind of mentioned earlier, like I'm going somewhere at this too. Don't be like scared um, <laughs> of like, there is like this barrier to entry within the music industry where it's it's possible, but it's rare that like one really good song, no like promotion or anything can take somebody where they want to go. Mm -hmm. And like, it's unfortunate because like, it's so much work to write a song and release a song and compose a song and then publish a song and then promote a the song. song. And like, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like, it's never, it's never ending. Like, so I don't blame, like, I don't know, by the time a song comes out, like, I'm like, oh God, the last thing I want to do is do interviews like this and talk about <laughs> it even more and shoot a video for it. Like, cause I don't know, at the end of time, you're like, okay, I have heard this song so many times and I'm like, I, there's been points where like, I am sick of this song mm -hmm. and it's not even going to be out for another six months. Um, do you, do you appreciate that sort of part of the industry or do you almost wish that like there was some sort of way for us to just forget all of the marketing and the promotion and say nobody should need like an agent or a label or uh, so many things. And I will say like recently, I think we are starting to sort of stray away yeah. from that um, because I think there's a real, there's a strong appreciation for more independent or indie artists now. And mm -hmm. a lot of the reason is because of platforms like, like Spotify, especially kind of caters towards um, discoverability for those sort of artists. Mm -hmm. Do you sort of, see you in any sort of role of contributing to breaking down again the standards of the music industry or do you enjoy that sort of part of promoting music or are you just like just I would rather stay in a studio and not have to ever talk about it um I think I wish I wish that it didn't come with the territory like all this promotion and interviews and stuff like that um I wish it didn't but I think it does um just kind of like how it does in the in like Hollywood and like the film industry like you have to do press um you have to do interviews like that just like for advertisement really to get people to know about what you're doing I wish it didn't come with the territory but I think it does um advertisement will always come with the arts if you want your art to succeed 
Um, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. hate advertising for myself. It's awkward. It's embarrassing. Like posting on TikTok, I feel like I have no dignity. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it's just something that has to be done. And it's what the people want to see. Um, and I don't, I would love to be a part of breaking that down, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. Cause like, yeah. how else do you promote your stuff? You know? Yeah. I think and, it's just, something I mean, that has do you feel like it, do you feel like it actually contributes to making you a better artist? Um, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it always feels a little bit fake. Um, and it's kind of like talking about your things in a superficial way. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and you're right. Like, even like right now, you're coming on this show to talk to the people who listen to this show about your thing. But in the back of your mind, yeah, yeah, like the way that like we media train and stuff now is like, oh, you need to be talking to intrigue this audience. Right. And then the next one you're going to do, you're going to intrigue an entirely different audience. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, and that's especially like why I try to do so often is like ask like new sort of like questions because I have done like full days of talking about things where it's like, I'm getting asked the The same same questions over and over. And I know this is a new person. I know this is a different interview. This is a different audience. But for some reason, nobody asked me what the inspiration behind this song was what, like one more time, like, or I might lose it, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I, and I know I literally asked you that earlier, but sometimes it just has to be done. Yeah. It um, has to happen. It's fine. <laughs> but it's, it's something that does kind of stink about this sort of industry because you're right. There's, there's a weird sort of recognition that has to occur. And for some reason we validate artists by, how active they are like outside yeah. of like the, and there's there are a few artists who have really mastered like frank ocean like even adele like kind of approaches this sort of like oh no it's just about the music but like i don't know i couldn't i couldn't release something and not promote it mm-hmm. like it's like there's just there's i can't like in the as of now i can't compete you know like i have right. to actually get out there and use my voice and say listen to my song listen to my song listen to my song listen to my song <laughs> yeah it's coming out then the ep's like that's just the way we sort of I mean, have to do it. Listen, I would love to pull a Beyonce and just drop an album without telling anyone. Like I would love to do that and have everyone yeah. listen to it, but I'm not there yet and I have to promote it. And it is what it is. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um and I don't I even feel like sometimes if if the conversation ends up being good enough, like sometimes I'll go into like a stream of consciousness and actually admit things that I was never even aware of like myself, like about the writing. And so mm-hmm. I will say that like, there are pluses to the media. That's and true. I say that as in this conversation, literally the media. Um, <laughs> but I think it's important to like talk about too, is that that's another barrier to entry that a lot of young artists face is like, I don't like, or I just like, and especially as young artists, like not feeling confident enough to like talk for 45 minutes Right. about like your own sort of work it's it's really it's really difficult and then if you can't do that you're almost like did I fail as an artist like I'm there's so just... much pressure yeah right it's and it's crazy. like it's this mental spiral that then next time you go to approach a song you're like well if I like I can't do that again mm-hmm. that I really just wish we could 
I don't know. We could really throw out the window, but you're so right. And I'll reiterate what you said earlier of like, it's, it's not, it's not going to go away, at least not in the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. I think there are like signs, like you're right. Like Taylor Swift can just literally drop an album and have it do really well. Like two within like a month of each other. Yep. (laughs) And they're both going to like do totally fine. Yeah. But like if I were to drop two albums, people would maybe listen to one, you know, like (laughs) there's, yeah, like that's, that's the sort of reality that we sort of face. And um, I think the second we sort of break down those barriers, then I think the innovation that we would see in the industry would be insane mm-hmm. because I know the Maddie Stevenson approach to no standards, no expectations, no matter what this is going to do well would be insane and exciting. And like, it would keep people so much on their toes of what's, what's coming out because like, I don't know if you drop a single, people just assume there's an album too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I could talk for, and I know I'm just talking in circles now, but this is something it's that true, stresses though. like yeah. me out. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know, is is something that I hope we can sort of contribute to breaking down. But at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't see that as like a responsibility of mine either. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. If it, it you know, it is what it is. Um, if there's an opening for me to not do something like everyone else, then I'll do it. But I'm just going to do what I want to do and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. If if you are going to, well, actually take a scratch the if, when you sort of pave the road, because I think um, it's just like side note too. This is just like what's on my mind. Um, I'm realizing how old we're getting because we're seeing artists that we grew up with being named the inspiration for artists who are making it now like you know like oh we're starting to like the artists who inspired them are now old Mm -hmm. quote-unquote old not really old but um it's making me realize like oh the turnover in terms of inspiration within the industry is happening a lot faster and so like Mm -hmm. like maybe like maybe we're doubting ourselves too much when like there could be people out there who maybe are never going to say it publicly or explicitly to you of like oh something that maddie did influence the way that I wanted to approach something or even like write something like oh the way that she was so open and so um specific and legit with her writing like inspired somebody like does that ever occupy your mind too or is that ever a goal um I mean of course that's something that's always nice to hear but like does that for sure is that something that like lives in your mind yeah I I would love to inspire someone one day I think that is one of the most rewarding things you can do as an artist is to aspire other artists, um, inspire art- other artists. Um, yeah, I would love that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but that would be cool. And I don't know. There's something charming about just thinking that like it could too. Like the greatest thing somebody ever said to me was like, your song made me want to cry on a bathroom floor and I did. Mm-hmm. And whereas like, and see the way that you nod right now too. I know you understand that because most of the time people are like, "Oh my god, that's awful." No, yeah. When someone texts me, um, this has happened like one time, but someone texted me and they were like, "Your song made me cry," and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." Like that's yeah. not. Yeah. It shouldn't be a good thing, but it is. Like just because it it really like touches you, you know, it touches their soul, if you. Will. Yeah. And it's, and you're right. It's not like, I'm not trying to make anybody cry. That's not the the objective, (laughs) but there's a compliment within that of 
something you wrote and created gave somebody the permission to be emotionally vulnerable, which unfortunately mm-hmm. we do feel like we almost need permission to do a lot more yeah, true. Um, now, especially, especially within like this sort of industry. Like, I don't know, like um, I, I, it just, it hits me like a different sort of, a sort of way because even if it, it's not even sometimes it's not even like a sad song i'm like oh, oh but it made yeah. you like cry it's it strikes something and it's like and that's a very much a compliment to the songwriting too because i've learned recently sure and i'll share this because i didn't really even know this is yeah. like oh there are people who listen to a song and listen to the lyrics and there are people who listen to a song and like listen mm-hmm. to the production of it overall like my sister if we're driving in the car and we're listening to a new song like, I'll be like, oh my God, that one line should be like, oh, I didn't, I couldn't tell you what the song was about. Like, I was just listening to like the beat and the production. My of dad's it. the same way. He doesn't listen to lyrics at all. It's so weird. Yeah. I, well, and that's I, probably also like, I don't know, is, is that because of your dad's that just like background too? Like, yeah. that's just what he's, that's his total probably. thing. Yeah. He just like listens to how things are produced and written, like your sister. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, it just interests me too. Because yeah. I don't know. And then when I sit down to like do a song next, I'm like, oh, like, whereas I feel like I would weigh so heavily lyrically, I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. Like the question crosses my mind of like, should I cater mm. to, to somebody who just listens to like the production of it? Right. And you know what's funny is I've even done that before and I've released it and it, I mean, I'm like proud of it, but like it doesn't. Like, I would be much more excited to perform the songs that I'm like, this is like lyrically my best. Yeah. I mean, I think just write what speaks to you and like what you're feeling and how you want it to sound. And chances are other people are going to, it's going to speak to them too, you know? Yeah. And I don't, and that's, and that's the bliss of it all. And as we start to wrap up here, um, I don't know the the industry really confuses me so much. And a lot of times it makes me want to like stop right and never release <laughs> anything ever again, especially yep. it's, it's so funny how comfortable people are telling you how they feel about your work too. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like I take that as a compliment because I'm like, Oh, it, even if it's a bad thing, it sparks something in them that made them want to like, tell me like, Oh, and I was like, Hey, it doesn't matter what they feel. They feel something. That's something cool that I did. I don't know. That's just how I see it. And For sure. You can yeah. totally disagree. Um, but I know, I know you have so many things just like lined up and I know you have so many doors open for you. And I, it's just so like, I like to ask people towards the end of the show of like, what are we, what are we sort of manifesting for you? Like, I know we talked about dream venues. We talked about school. We talked about the musical. There's so many things. Um, so maybe let's take it this way. Like, what do you want to be known for? Like when, I don't know when somebody says the name Maddie Stevenson, like what do you want the initial reaction to be of like, Oh, she's the one that did this. That's a good question. Um, well, I don't know if this answers that, but something I always tell to myself, tell myself when I'm writing something new or if I'm like, kind of feel like I'm straying from what is like my goal. I tell myself that I want to write, I want to affect people with my music in the same way that I'm affected by music Um, because I I love it so much. Obviously that's why I'm doing it. And it is such a huge part of my life. And I want other people to be affected. What am I saying? I want other people to be affected by my songs 
in the way that I am in that same powerful way that kind of just, you know, I think that could be the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I would say you're on the path there. <laughs> um, and I think, I think you're doing something right too, because even like for me, like there are, cause I'm somebody that pays attention to lyrics. There are lines where I'm like, Oh, this is like, like if somebody ever gave me like an assignment to analyze a song, I would like, that would be like my dream, like assignment. Like I'm even graduated now and that's like an assignment I'm mad I was never given because I think I would really, I would like love, love to do that. And mm-hmm. I can tell that like you, one of your songs I think would be really interesting too. And which is so funny because I hated doing that in school too. But anyway, I'm going on too many tangents, but um, <laughs> I do want to ask you like one last thing. And this is the question that I really like to ask everybody at the end of the show, because like, tell me if you feel the same way and it's totally okay if you don't. Um, a lot of the times I think when we listen to any sort of advice and I'm not called, we are not experts, but like when we listen to like experts, like sort of speak and such, it's, it's a lot of advice that is very hard to implement directly into the work that we're doing. So like, I don't know, the example I always use and people are going to get sick of this on the show is like, (laughs) if somebody says like, you know, follow your heart and like, trust your gut, know what's right. Like, okay, write that down. The second I go sit at my desk and I'm like, okay, follow my heart, trust my gut, like what's right. I'm like, like, like what, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Like, I don't get like actually how that translates into like a tangible task. So you can, you can backtrack on this question too, because I'm going to ask you specifically for the music industry, but if you want to apply it to any sort of industry, that's absolutely Mm -hmm. okay. It's like, if somebody has an hour right now and is like, I want to be like Maddie, I want to write something that makes people feel something, or I want to write something that somehow makes me feel more content with a sort of like um, conflict of a feeling, or I want to at least get my first step out there, or Mm -hmm. I need to do this first sort of step of getting to the music industry. I'm going to spend an hour building my confidence. What is like the one thing, um, or at least maybe not the one thing, what is a thing that somebody can do in the next sort of hour to um, really help them get to a place where you are? Um, in the next hour, well, it can take a little longer than an hour too. (laughs) (laughs) If in the next hour, or if someone, if you're trying to like write a new song and you're not feeling anything, nothing's coming to you. I'd say don't stress about it. Sometimes you're just not feeling it. You're not feeling the inspiration, but the second you get like just even like a spark of inspiration, you like one line in your head, it could be at like two in the morning. This happens to me all the time. Write it down, grab that piece of inspiration and do not just like let it go. Write it down. And just because sometimes those are like just like that one line that you hear in your head, that could be the inspiration for like a whole new song. So whenever like you think, oh, this could be cool like do something with it. Don't wait for later. Just do something with it now. And it'll, it'll definitely help in the future. That is absolutely right. And I've never wanted to echo a piece of advice more (laughs) than that. And 
my moments always happen in the shower too. Like the number oh, of times yeah. I've like had to like jump out of the shower to be like, I, this needs to get, mm-hmm. what's usually like a melody or something like that too, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, and like, I know if I, if like in 10 seconds, I'm going to forget like, this. Like it will go away. It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's always yep, when I'm trying to go to bed, when I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm yep. like, oh, I have this yeah, idea and I have to write it down. So, which is so funny because in the shower and going to sleep is like, is the moments when there's no distraction, no background. Like, there's literally nothing yeah. that's going to, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, or there's, it's just the white noise of like something. And that's when like we, I don't know, there's like a free, it's like, a, I don't know, there's like a English term for it of disc, it's not discord, it's like a stream of consciousness or something like that. Yeah. We're like, yeah, okay, I got there. I got there. I'm not, I'm not that <laughs> far out of school yet. But you're totally right. I think that's those are the moments that I think really um, open us up creatively, and for sure. that's not and yeah. that's not even just for music. That's for anything, all kinds of creative endeavors. And I mean, and you know that very well. And I'm like, I, I genuinely mean, I'm so amazed. And you are somebody truly that inspires me because you are so you're so on brand always, but I never know what you're going to do next. And there's something so exciting about that because I know like there's always a story Maddie's going to tell and she's never going to like let us down. And I don't mean to add like pressure to you on that. Um, But I just like, I (laughs) know like for everybody listening, I think like you are really somebody who's setting an excellent example for like future creators in, in, in any industry, truthfully um, of being, unapologetic and being like no this is a story i want to tell and if you vibe with it great like great and if you don't i'd say okay there's plenty of other amazing artists out there who deserve the attention and the recognition for sure but i don't know but let's spend our time cheering people on just find the people you want to cheer on you know exactly well thank you so much i really appreciate that that gives me some confidence and um i'm excited to keep keep going on this yeah and i'm hyped for this album too (laughs) like and i'm hyped for people to hear it too and i'm gonna plug everything at the end in like a short little minute here um but sincerely thank you so much for your time i know how busy you are i know the million things you have going on it means a lot that you took the time and thank you on behalf of everybody listening um and i hope i know an hour is a lot to ask but i hope everybody will take three minutes to go listen to the song too once this is done because it's it's true. It's truly, it's, it's super cool. And you need to listen to it multiple times too. <laughs> I still listen to it and there's new things I pick up on. So there's just so much to appreciate. Maddie, you're incredible. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Maddie, again for joining us on the show today. It's always such a pleasure. Be sure to follow Maddie at Maddie Stevenson and check out In My Head, the latest single and one of my current obsessions right now, wherever you listen to your music. Be sure to add to your playlist and check out the insane video for it too. Another week means another episode made just for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming service and follow us at Friendly Media, that's F-R-N-D-L-Y, on all platforms. You can also follow me at Jacob Wittenberg all links are in the description you guys that is all for today i will see you next time for some more groundbreaking Mm -hmm.